0: God, you have me in this space, and I know that you gave me this voice to sing, to speak, to encourage, to inspire. Why am I not moving in a direction where now people know who I am? And then you have these people over here living however they want to live, doing whatever they want to do, and it just seems like they're winning. It just seems like they get more attention. It just seems like no matter how much they fall, they get back up, they're, they're right back. You know, at number one, it seemed like they can live a crazy life. And here I am still living for you. And it doesn't seem like I'm benefiting from this Christian life.
1: This is the Success in Christ podcast. And I am your host, LaGinia Bearden. Let me ask you a question. Is God calling you to something greater? But fear is holding you back. Has God given you ideas and visions and dreams of doing something you love or have a deep passion for, but you're just too afraid because you feel like you can't do it? Well, my guest and I are here to inspire you, to encourage you, and to give you real-life application to help you step out in faith and believe God at His Word. Welcome to Success in Christ. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Success in Christ. This is your host, Legenia Bearden, and I am so happy that you have joined us today. Yes, I'm in a singing mood. I'm very, very happy. I'm thrilled, number one, because it is Thursday, which means it's one day closer to Friday, the weekend, and I'm always excited about the weekend. I'm tired in my body, y'all, and I'm ready to rest. But I tell you one thing I'm not tired of, and that is, this podcast and all of my wonderful listeners out there that have been listening. It is just my prayer that you are being blessed and inspired by the guest on this show. And today, there is no exception to the fabulousness of all of the guests that we have had on the show so far. I am going to be speaking with today, Mrs. Marquita D. Collins. Yay. Marquita is amazing everybody. She is a wonderful woman of God. We have only spoken a few times and in the few times that we have spoken, God has used her to minister to me. Um, She is truly a genuine woman of God who was doing some amazing things for the kingdom of God. Um, I first found out about her, met her uh, on Instagram. And um, I was just in awe at some of the work that she was doing for God. She is a rising CEO. She is a best-selling author. She is a licensed minister, a certified life coach. I mean, she's an influencer on social media. She is doing so many wonderful things and it's all for kingdom building purposes. I uh, saw her story, read a little bit about her, and I thought she is She's got to be my next guest on the show. I know that you all will be inspired by her. And some of the things that she talks about, I learned so much more about her during this interview. But she talks about being bullied, even as an adult. She talks about um, comparison, how we women, especially in ministry, oftentimes the enemy will use that comparison spirit to try to attack us or have us feeling down and insecure about ourselves she talks about how she went through those things and you look at her and you wouldn't think that she battled some of the things that she's going to talk to us about but I tell you God is awesome he is a deliverer he is a wonder in my soul and I know you all are going to be blessed when you hear her interview so without further ado listen to this wonderful interview with this fabulous woman Mrs. Marquita D. Collins. Marquita, welcome to the show. Marquita is an accomplished writer. She is a woman of God, and we have some stories already. We have talked twice, and Marquita and I have a story already that we cannot wait to share with you all a little bit later on in the podcast. But um, I know she is an amazing, anointed, awesome woman of God. Um, I'm going to move out the way and let Marquita do the talking now. Marquita, Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then I want you to get into this wonderful book you have written, this amazing conference that's coming up next year. But right now, tell all of the listeners just a little bit about yourself and uh, how you've gotten to this point in your life that you're in right now.
0: Well, first of all, Adina, thank you so much for inviting me to your platform, and hello to all of the listeners. This is very, very exciting. I'm always blessed when someone invites me to speak on their um, platform or network. So this is amazing. Um, I go by Marquita D. Collins for a reason. I want to put an emphasis on my whole name. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why I really believe that God is doing what he's doing in my life is to bring out this person that has been overlooked, rejected, lied on, Mm. um, let down, um, the, the individual that has been disappointed, the individual that has been abused, the individual that has been hurt, just hurt all the way around, mm-hmm. loved by family, loved by parents, grew up in a, a two um, parent home with mm-hmm. siblings and pets and goldfish and all that stuff. Yeah. But still on the outside, not fitting in, being bullied and growing up not just being bullied in, in school mm-hmm. in my adolescent years, but skipping to adulthood, really being intimidated and not knowing who I am and being bullied by um, people in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it comes full circle when you find out who you are in God and when you embrace that, there's a boldness that comes out of you. And I think that for Marquita D. Collins, I am approaching people with a confidence, with a boldness, but it's still touchable. It's still relatable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's real. It's practical. It's authentic. It's definitely spiritual. Um, I have weight and I have depth in the realm of the spirit. Um, funny and I love. And so I really believe that what comes again full circle is people seeing this person. That has been through all of these things yet and still, love God, Mm -hmm. love his people, and is able to share an amazing story, an amazing testimony, and um, affect change in the life of all God's people, whether you're saved or not. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, that... and, And I can... That right there I know is true already. I mean, you are fun. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, I saw what you put up this morning. Um, the animated. That is so neat. And I can tell that you're fun, but definitely authentic. And one thing that really just um, just struck me, and I, I didn't even know this uh, upon reaching out to you, was just your obedience Um the other day when we were trying to get this this interview up and going, just your obedience alone in um, uh, what you ministered to me, how God used you in that moment. It was, again, I had woke up that morning. I woke up the other morning. And listeners, this is the story. Uh, I woke up. Uh, we were supposed to do this interview originally on Tuesday. I woke up Tuesday morning. I had myself a good prayer. I always do once my husband and my daughter leave. That's my time to be with the Lord and had me a good old prayer. Went to the gym, had me a great workout, so I'm feeling pretty good. I had everything all set up and ready to go for the interview. Sat down, it was time. I was excited to talk to Ms. Collins, and none of my equipment would work. My microphone, which is still fairly new, would not work. Um, everything was hooked in correctly. As far as I was looking, uh, all, everything was in the right place. I could not find any errors anywhere, but the problem was I was not getting any sound uh, coming out of my microphones. Um, and so I called Ms. Collins. I let her know, hey, I'm having problems. Can you give me a few minutes? She said, sure, fine. Um, another 30 minutes went by. I was doing everything I could. I troubleshoot. I was calling and I was just getting really discouraged at that point because I'm like, I know she's busy. I want to make sure I get this interview in. Anyway, at that point I was discouraged. Um, so I had to call her to see if maybe we could reschedule until I could figure out what the problem was. But when I called Miss Collins, y'all, she said, well, you know what? It wasn't meant for us to do this interview today. She said, woman of God, God has given me a word for you. And she began to speak into my life. Now, she doesn't know me from Sam. And everything that God had given her was me down to the T. I mean, down to my business, to the expansion that you talked about when you first started and what we had been praying for, my employees and myself Uh, All the way to even my character and some of the things that I had been battling with uh, concerning how I work with other women. Um, and, and, uh, the problems that I have, you know, working with women, not being able to trust and, and that sort of thing. But she just began to speak what thus saith the Lord. And all I could do was cry and weep. So I know that she is authentic. (laughs) I know that she (laughs) is a real woman of God and, uh, you bless me. And that obedience, if had you not been obedient, I I would have missed that, that I didn't even again, I didn't even know that I needed that at that moment. But, um, God gave me just what I needed and it has been, uh, I've been telling everybody about it. So (laughs) I've been telling everybody about, uh, what you said. And your equipment isn't broke. And my equipment is not broke. I have not done anything. (laughs) I've done nothing different. I came back, uh, later on that evening and tried it again everything was fine and I'm like you know what God you are just awesome (laughs) in the way you do things I love how he set things
0: up like that yes I I was sitting I was sitting on my on my couch and I was I was talking to my husband and I said I'm not supposed to do this interview with her right now I'm supposed to minister to her and he said well you better obey God and He called back and, and it happened again I was like well let me just do it (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: and I'm glad you did
0: I'm I'm grateful I'm grateful that you were open to receive I was obedient and and moved it was that you were able to receive that matter
1: yes 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 well again Mm -hmm. I appreciate I really appreciate it um, so you you had talked a little bit about you said you were you were bullied um, a lot growing up and even as uh, even as an adult. So would you mind right. sharing some of that with us? Because, we know, bullying, sure. is, uh, it goes uh, today more than ever. We see the online bullying. Um, we, it's, it's happening in schools. Children are even killing themselves because yeah. of the pressures, uh, peer pressure and the, and the bullying. Share a little bit of that with, with us.
0: Well, grow, growing up I was I was chubby, chunky, um Jerry curl, braces, and if you laugh I'm ending this interview. But anyway, <laughs> I I was the not awkward looking because I was always a, a pretty girl, uh-huh. but I was not the skinny, light skinned long hair girl. And back then I didn't know that being dark skinned was such a Taboo, mm. you know, back in the '80s, you right. know, everybody worshipped the light-skinned girls, yeah, and or or if you were dark-skinned, you had to look like you were from Ghana, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 80s, um, yeah. So it, it was it was really strange to me because I didn't know what ugly was until I went to school. Because mm. I come mm-hmm. in, from a household and a family that you know we have a ray of of shades in our family from the palest of pale to the darkest of dark, but we all thought and still believe that that is beauty just in different shades. Right. And so when you go to school and there are children that are picking on you because you're, you know, heavier than them, or, mm-hmm. you know, I had, again, a different hairstyle. I didn't have the, the long braids. My mother had a jerry curl on me, and then I had bucky teeth, so I had to wear braces, and, you know, mm-hmm. kids were cool. Kids yeah. were cool. And I always wanted to be liked, and I always wanted to fit in. Yes. And when I was being bullied, I didn't realize that not only was I allowing them to disrespect me, but I was disrespecting myself, but I'm a kid. Right. So I hid that from my family, my parents for a while. And then one day I got tired of it. I was being shoved around, picked on, you know, beat up. I better give you better give me your lunch money. Give me your snack Mm -hmm. money and all that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And then yeah. one day I got tired. I'm going to tell you what happened. Now, I don't advise y'all to tell y'all kids to do this, but I did. I beat up every last one of them. Mm. And, and <laughs> I did. I really did. And
1: yeah. when I got to
0: that, that mm. point of fighting back, mm-hmm. of fighting back, not only did I gain their respect, but mm. they ended up wanting to be my friend mm. and then skip up to adulthood, those same people. I ministered to them to this day. Wow. So that's one. That's from my childhood. Now, when you're going into the marketplace and when you're going into ministry and people intimidate you and bully you and on social media, you're being bullied for being different or not having the same um, sound or the same look or the same um, style of ministry or whatever and people take it upon themselves to kind of box you in and then because you're a christian because i'm a woman of faith i'm a woman of god they expect me to always turn the other cheek, mm-hmm. and i'm saying to myself god why am i going through these things what did i do to invite this kind of of torture mm-hmm. and it wasn't until i made up my mind that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to stand for this from anybody. There was a boldness that rose up in me and I began to cry loud and spare not. And I didn't really care who you were, what position you had, what title you had. You could have been a man, a woman. If I felt like you were... Demeaning me, disrespecting me, mm-hmm. bullying me, trying to intimidate me or pull rank over me, I stood up for myself mm-hmm. and I and I do that to this day. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's necessary to let people know who you are. Because if you don't, and it doesn't always have to be confrontational or argumentative, but if you do not stand up for yourself, people have a tendency to take advantage of you. Yes. They take your kindness for weakness. Yes. They walk oh. all over you. And, and I'm talking about people in the in church and mm-hmm. people that you look up to and, and, and admire. They think that they can just treat you any kind of way. And God showed me and he told me he's going to use me to show a different um, path and to really Encourage people who yes. have been hurt and abused and tormented, and they've been dealing with it in silence. That you can you can say what's on your mind. You can um, speak up for yourself and stand up for yourself, mm-hmm. and still be in the will of the Lord. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where that is. That's what that is for me.
1: And and I think too, it's a it's having a good balance as well. And by that I mean. Um, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, um, knowing when, okay, just to give you an example, you know, I, you're like hitting me everywhere right now (laughs) because I'm that person, you know, uh, when it comes to, I I I believe in being good to people and that's what I've always taught my my children, be good to people. Um, but people, again, what you were saying, they take your kindness for weakness, and so right. for me, I, I usually get to that point where um, I'll take so much. And then when you've gotten me to a point of anger, then I lash out and it's not always right. it's nice. And everybody's like, oh, my goodness, what happened to Sister Bearden? You know, why is she? Right. But you've, you've taken me. You've taken me there. And so right. um, I feel that there, you need to. I'm I'm trying to learn how to balance. Uh-huh. um my kindness, if that makes sense. It does. I think okay. that for
0: a lot of people and even, you know, for you and for the listeners, and mm-hmm. I had to learn how to get to this place, it's establishing boundaries and mm-hmm. being okay with saying, you get to come this far. Yeah. You have to stay over there. You can't come here at all. Mm-hmm. Don't cross this line. And you're not saying that to them, but you're showing it with your actions. Right. You are right. letting them know. I'm still loving, I'm still kind, I'm still anointed, I'm still blessed, I'm still, you know, sister smile all the time. But there is a line and there is a there is a boundary, there is a definitive line right. that you can no longer cross with me because this is the thing, when I let you cross that line, you get too familiar, you get too comfortable, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to treat me. So now I gotta teach you how to treat me. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That makes sense. It's not
0: rationing your kindness. Be kind to everybody. Love everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what what God requires us to do. He wants us to love one another and love people um, the way we expect to be loved. Mm -hmm. It's not even that they're supposed to love us the way we love them. We are to love them the way God wants us to love them. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. And so when you have that in, your, in the forefront of your mind, um, you still want to protect you. And you don't allow people to dishonor and disrespect you so you have these boundaries. Right. And boundaries are boundaries. healthy and boundaries yes. are necessary.
1: Right. And I so agree with that. That makes so much sense. So you... You're, You've experienced intimidation, and I see this a lot with a lot of women in ministry, especially those that um, that are very vocal online and in social media. Uh, They'll do several posts about um, intimidation in the ministry and comparison in the ministry. Yeah. Um, how do you... Talk to us a little bit about that. Did, did you ever go through any of that comparison looking at this oh, yes. woman of God and feeling maybe intimidated or comparing yourself to their success, that sort of thing? Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll be honest and say um, when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, I really hit a, a pocket where I was questioning my own anointing because... God, you have me in this space, and I know that you gave me this voice to sing, to speak, to encourage, to inspire. Why am I not moving in a direction where now people know who I am? And then you have these people over here living however they want to live, mm-hmm. doing whatever they want to do, and it yeah. just seems like they're winning. It just seems like yeah. they get more attention. It just seems like no matter how much they fall, they get back up, they're they're right back You know, at number one, it seemed like they can live a crazy life. And here I am still living for you. And it doesn't seem like I'm benefiting from this. And Mm -hmm. and I don't think that people are honest enough to say that sometimes you get angry. Sometimes you get frustrated in ministry, especially if you're a woman of faith that is very vocal. And Mm -hmm. so what he did is he showed me that I can't worry about what they do. I have to worry about and be concerned about what he's doing in and through me. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so there was jealousy there. There Mm -hmm. was bitterness there. There was disbelief there. There was mistrust Mm -hmm. there. He was showing me all the things that I was dealing with internally while complaining to him about another woman's success Mm. I I had the nerve and I had the gall to question how he deals with them as opposed to what he was trying to show me about me. These are the things that if we as women don't deal with the internal things that we need deliverance from, God will place us on platforms and he'll put us before people. And that junk that's inside of us that's corroding, it will Still out. Mm. And so God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Yes. So God gives you a chance and He gives you an opportunity yes. to get that stuff right in you. Can you see somebody that doesn't deserve the platform and can you still celebrate them until you get right? Right.
1: Oh, it's all about can what's you, internal.
0: It's all about what you're dealing with yes. internally. Mm-hmm. Can you still trust God even though you know you're doing everything right and it seemed like nothing? It seemed like in the natural. Nothing is moving, but you have no idea what is happening in the realm of the spirit.
1: Mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. are
0: moving. Things are shaping, and God is molding and developing, and he's He's taking you from one paradigm to another, and he wants you to heal in those places, and so he allowed me to go through that to show me you're still not ready for what you think you're ready for because you can't get past this person. Or yes, yes. And so this is a thing that I did, and, and I pray that this is encouraging to your audience, I began to celebrate the people that I was jealous of.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> and Ooh. I didn't do it privately. I did it openly. Openly, yes. Because I, I did it so much that it wasn't like fake it till you, make it kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really me circumcising my heart. It was really me dying to my. Um, bitterness and my insecurities and yes. really wanting to see another woman of faith. And I keep, I keep specifying women because that's who we are. And mm-hmm. the enemy always want women in ministry to fight and compete with each other. Right. And I had to be, I began to sow into other women. I would support other women. I would before Instagram and Periscopes and all that Facebook, I was on my space loving on other women. Mm-hmm. I was going on, uh, you know, to ministries and, and going to concerts and going to speaking engagements and dropping big offerings to let them know I support you. I'm buying your books. I'm buying your t-shirts. I'm buying your weave. I'm buying your eyelashes. Mm-hmm. i will buy your <laughs>
1: Yes. You so you was, was making a- the devil mad. <laughs> I was
0: making the devil very mad. Yes. And I'm going to do that because I know where I'm going. Yes. I know.
1: What- oh, I feel the anointing. I feel the, Ooh, I feel God's anointing. Yes. Tomorrow, thank you, God.
0: I know where I'm going Ooh, thank you, I need Jesus. somebody to encourage me. I need somebody to buy my products. Mm-hmm. I need someone to book me. I need someone to show it to me. I don't need to fight devils and my sisters in Christ. Yes. I-, I don't need to do that. I don't need to fight demons and principalities and wickedness in high places. And then I got to deal with your insecurity. You mm-hmm. really, you don't even know why you don't like me. Right
1: half the time they don't they don't even know why
0: you don't even even know why and so you kill comparison with complimenting you kill comparison with honoring Mm -hmm. you kill comparison and and competition with sincerely supporting Mm -hmm. and I don't mean fake because there are some people that do that fake stuff I don't mean fake I mean you really mean it with all your heart I want to see you do well and how can I help you how can I be a blessing to your ministry how can I be a blessing to your business I want to see you be number one right and, and check this out even if no one see you do it publicly
1: they know right they know and that's you know really I mean? all that matters you ain't got to do everything yeah. in public yeah no, no,
0: no, yes
1: no, no, no. yes oh i'm feeling god's anointing through these airways Amen. right now Amen. <laughs> but the bible tells us to rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with that's those right. that mourn but that, and the thing is let it be genuine Let it be genuine. And if you find that it's not, pray and ask God to remove all the bitterness and that hardness from your heart because God will do it. He wants it gone. But you got to want to want, you got to want Him to take it out of you. It has to be a desire of yours. Oh, but I felt that. That was uh, anointed and very needed. I know um, somebody is going to be blessed by that. You have this saying um, that I've seen on your Instagram where you say, You don't counsel. Demons. Explain that to us. (laughs) Talk to us a little bit about that.
0: I don't. Oh, my gosh. I think so often we as believers, we're in the age now where we don't want to go before the Lord and be delivered. Mm. We just want someone to talk to us about our problems. And that is important because especially in our culture as Mm African-Americans, we frown upon Therapy. We frown upon psychiatric help. Yeah. And I think that all of those things are very necessary. Yes. But sometimes it's not a mental thing, sometimes it's a demon thing. Mm. And as, as a life coach, as a minister, as a prophet, as, as a, as a, um, a, you know, a woman of faith, I know the difference between mental abuse, and I know when I'm talking to demons. Mm. And so, a, a lot of times when people want to talk to me, they don't want to be delivered. Mm. They want to pay me their money just so they can dump all over the place and, and complain, but they don't want to be free. They don't want They don't so want deliverance. I, wow. I, yeah, I said this on a on a on a live. Um, um, broadcast that I did I said listen if you want to come to me for me to help you I have no problem but one thing about me I don't play games and I don't counsel demons and mm-hmm. when I said that mm-hmm. it resonated with me like it really stuck to me mm-hmm. and, and that was a declaration that I began to say a lot because a, a lot of I'm surprised at the amount of people that don't want to be delivered yeah. they don't want demons to come out of them they rather live with their demons and and just coexist with them. Mm. And so you're functioning, but you're functioning with the strong man. You're functioning, yes. but you're functioning with legions. You're functioning, mm. but you're functioning with all of these different things tied to you that are yes. illegal. Yes. Demons in the earth realm are illegal. They are trespassing why would you want to live with somebody that don't belong in the house? Mm. And so I'm going to tell people, and hey, I can't talk to you and talk to demons at the same time. Cause
1: I'm going to end up casting that joker out. Yes. Okay? Yes. <laughs> and you know what? That's what we don't. And, and I, I don't see as often. I remember having those tarrying services um, yeah. in my church back home where, where the mothers and the ministers, they gonna sit and they're going to tarry oh. with you until that, <laughs> that demon, whatever it is you're battling comes out. Out of there, and you just don't see that as often anymore. You don't have individuals that are willing to pray with you and tarry with you until you are delivered, and that is well, needed. I'm tell you
0: why I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why? Because church now has become very convenient and casual.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, church isn't sacred anymore. Very millennial. Yes. Not even that is millennial because Generation X hasn't done too great of a job either. Um, and now we're, we're dealing with generation Z and mm-hmm. those are like my children and your children.
1: Yeah. Yes. Church
0: has become very casual, very laid back. And, it, and you have to, you have to understand that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God is ancient of days, but his message changed. And so we, we do want to be on the cutting edge in some, in some areas. In some we passes. do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, we don't want to forsake the old ways. Sometimes we got to go back. Sometimes we got to turn off our clocks and we got to move around our program. We got to stop this 20 minute praise and worship and (laughs) go to announcements and go to offering and go to the word and go to that. Sometimes we just got to let God be God from the the top of the service to the end of the service. And because we have allowed people, I'm going to just be honest with you, and and I pray this encourage pastors and leaders, we have allowed people to tell pastors how to have church. Now, the pastors are being moved by who's going to tithe, who's not going to tithe, mm. who's going to show up, who's not going to show up. And so you're not being led of God where there could be a real move. You want to go by, the church shouldn't take that long. Mm-hmm. Or they don't like yeah.
1: all that. Right. Yeah. And you hear that so often. You see people so often yeah. looking at the clock. Saying, okay, we got to be out by this time. Oh, we got to move and on. We have to why, move on. I wonder
0: why there's no real move.
1: Right. And wonder
0: why the, you could go to Africa. You can go to, you know, Ghana. You can go to these, um, you know, Asia. There, and it's not that you got to be in church for 20 hours, but there is a different hunger in, in those parts of the world. You know why? Because there's so many demons and witchcraft, and there's so many things happening mm, in those mm, areas. Mm, and mm, those mm, same spirits are in America. Yes. But because we have a 15 minute praise and worship service and we add a little bit of prayer to it mm-hmm. we don't see a real move of god and when we do see a real move of god we think it's strange mm-hmm. we're, we're too interested in praise rates and recording who shouted the best oh, wow. as opposed to he's be, who's being delivered
1: yes yes uh so agree i agree with everything you just said and it's all—it's just so true. It is so true, and we need a real move of God. We need to go back to the—the song and say, "Go back to the old time way." That's yeah. And and, that, and we will see that move of God. And 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 today it is so needed. Our children need it. I, mean, I don't believe my children even know. I think my oldest daughter may. But my youngest, I don't even think she even has really seen that real move of God, yeah, you know, yeah. even in the church today. Not not like I used to see it. I know. know what you're saying. Yeah, not like I yeah. used to see it. Not like I used to see it. But, um, oh, thank you for that. So you have um, a book out. Tell us about your book. A new I book. I
0: my, my, This is my second book. Um, this book is called I'm Still Old Fashioned. And what it is, is a, it's a whole bunch of information that God has given me to share with the world, not just, um, saved people, but unsaved as well. Um, this is, I'm still a fashion, real raw, uncut. And so I'm speaking from my heart about marriage, divorce, blended mm. families, how to be a wife, um, yes. you know, how God views you. Are you operating in unforgiveness? Do you want your spouse back? If so, stop playing these games. Um, are you a side chick? If you are a side chick, and then when people hear the word side chick, they think, you know, a mistress, but some of us are side chicks to ministry. Some are side chicks to job. Mm. Some of us are side chicks to our children. Our spouses have a tendency, and we're not careful. They'll put everybody else before us, and because they know we can take it, we're put on the back burner. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and you become a side chick, you know? Yes. And so, you know, I, I go into that. I talk about my husband. My husband actually he wrote the introduction. Real talk, Kim. Mm-hmm. We all know who she is. She did the forward and just really, really, really blessed me with that. She's a great friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And and the book really holds its own weight. I mean, mm-hmm. this book is is an easy read. It is um a thick book. You know, about three hundred pages, but. It's so fascinating that it's a pace-turner. You don't want to put it down. It, it, it has a work, you know, space in there for you to do notes and answer yes. questions yes. and really be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's where the real part comes in. Yes. Um, the rawness is me. I'm right in your face. When you're reading this book, you will think that I'm sitting right next to you. Mm. It's like mm. I'm sitting right next to you and we're having a conversation. That's good. The uncut part is I'm not giving you an excuse to go back to foolishness.
1: Mm. That's good. I'm not giving
0: you an excuse. I'm not giving yes. you a way out to make an excuse to live a mediocre life or yes. to live a life below your privilege or for you to make excuses and God loves you and he loves you for real yes. and you don't have a right to live below privilege status. You are yes. a daughter. You are a son. You yes, are a king. Yes. You are a queen. You are princesses and princesses. You mm. you know you can do anything through Jesus Christ. And there's no reason why you should sit in the place that you're sitting when you got all the information that you got. Right, so right. That's there. where that comes from. Well
1: that that and that's what this show is all about. Success in Christ. Yes. <laughs> and yes. that is exact that is the message that we want all of our listeners to get that through Christ you can be and do anything that he has called you to do. Absolutely. You can do it through Christ. Where can our listeners buy this book?
0: Oh my goodness. You can get that book by going to Amazon.com, Amazon. or, clicking B, yeah, mm-hmm. Amazon.com or clicking B.I.T. dot L.Y. forward slash Still Old Fashioned and Old Fashioned has E.D. on the end. That's B.I.T. dot L-Y forward slash Still Old Fashioned. Um, If you want to bring me to your ministries, if you want to bring me to your conferences, I can bring the books to you. Awesome. And and that's another way of getting the books as well.
1: Awesome. That is awesome. Amazing. So you uh, you do speaking engagements as well?
0: Of course. I do speaking engagements. I have spoken to groups of five women all the way up to over 500. So it's an amazing thing you know, what God is doing, and, okay. and I don't despise anything small, yes. and, I don't, and I don't get overexcited when it when it's really, really big. I just, I, I really believe that the word that God has given me in regards to relationships, marriage, divorce, um self-healing, mm-hmm. confidence, it's for everybody. Yes. So yes. yes, I just speak in engagement. Okay. I have ministered to over 13,000 15,000 people at a mm, time through social it. media. Yes. And so, yes, I am, I'm definitely,
1: um, I take speaking engagements for sure. Okay. Awesome. All right. I'm getting, we're getting all of this down. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> um, you, uh, have a conference coming up. I do. Yes. So talk to us about though. the conference because, uh, I'm, I'm thinking a while, while you're sitting here talking, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to make this conference.
0: Amen. Yes. I want you to be there. Tell, tell um, me about it. And, and, and when you're there, I would like for you to do some correspondence, too, if you want
1: to. Oh, yes. Awesome. What? That I de- definitely awesome. will. <laughs> yes.
0: That would be amazing. Yes, so yes. So my, my conference is Unbreakable Experience. And so my husband and I, God gave um, me a vision. Well, this is before I married This is my second marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, About 15, 17 years ago, I had a vision of me in front of a a stadium, a crowd, like, you know, Benny Hinn crowd, you know, Catherine Coleman, you know, um, Joyce Meyer crowd of people, Bishop T.D. Jake's crowd. And I was standing next to my husband, but his face was kind of like blurred out. But our hands were lifted. People were worshiping. We stood before the Lord and we had on all white. Well, I was married before, and apparently, it wasn't—I wasn't supposed to do this with that husband at that time. And Mm -hmm. we come full circle to 2016, and God gives me this vision again. Mm -hmm. It's like I need you to. To do uh, to have a gathering, and so I, here I go, you know, just being very over humble. I'm gonna bring about fifty people, and we're gonna have a you know luncheon, and we're gonna have a good time, and we're gonna minister, and we're yeah. gonna worship, and da 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 da. And I fell asleep. Let me tell you what happened when I fell asleep. Uh-huh. God showed me the vision again, but bigger. And I woke up, and He said, "That's what I want you to do." And I. Screamed, no, because the, 50, the people with you know the 50 people and, and all that stuff, we had the budget for that. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I, I can handle you know eight to ten thousand dollars, that's not a big deal. We got that in our bank account. But mm-hmm. so when you, when God stretches you and tells you to do something beyond your means, that's when you're letting Him be in full control, and that's when you're walking by faith. Walking by faith, so my husband, that's it. So, that's my husband, it. he comes in and I tell him, and I'm crying. And he said, whatever the Lord showed you, whatever the Lord said, we're going to believe him. And it's not our conference, it's his. That's and it. so that's why we didn't put conference on it, mm-hmm. because we knew that it was going to be an experience. experience. It's the unbreakable experience. Okay. And long story short, we had over 180 people there oh, in Baltimore it. at the, at the um, beautiful hotel. We had, we had a beautiful hotel. And souls were saved, Muslims were there, Catholics were there, Christians were there, hmm. couples were there, um, single people were there, divorced people were there, and we all uh, prophets, uh, apostles, pastors, leaders, servers, oh, ushers, yeah. um, people who just were regular nine to five, entrepreneurs, everybody, and we came together, we put down our titles. And they were in a place where they can just receive, and they left changed. And I'm telling you, people are still talking about Unbreakable to this day. Moses came and gave person. their life to Jesus. Yes. I mean, it was just an um, amazing.
1: And what year was oh, that?
0: Oh God, this was this year. It was um, 2017 of May.
1: Oh, 2017.
0: Yep, yeah, but God gave me the dream because we had to, you know, had to plan it. 2016. Okay. So, 2018, May the 3rd and the 4th, will be the second Unbreakable Experience. And I'm very excited about it, very proud You mean 2019?
1: Uh, you mean 2019, is
0: it? The... 2000, yes, I'm sorry, 2019. Yes, yes okay. I'm sorry. Um, May 2019, okay. the 3rd and the 4th, in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the Sheraton Airport Hotel, we are having Unbreakable Experience 2019. It's going to be so awesome
1: great so that is in tell us the the dates time and location again
0: okay so again that's going to be may the 3rd and the 4th yes and it's um going to be at the sheraton airport hotel in charlotte north carolina you can go to unbreakable com. UnbreakableExperience.com to get your tickets. Yes, again, it's going to be so so good. Our VIP, um, um, like mid-session during the day is going to be amazing. Then Friday night, our evening service is going to kick off, and then Saturday all day from about nine to four, it is going to be so. Amazing! I, I just can't say that enough. I know really it sounds
1: like it. So and so, what can we expect? Or are, are you are you going to have special guests there? Tell us what that experience oh, yes. is like. What is that experience oh, like?
0: Yes. We're, you're, you're definitely we're definitely going to have special guests there. Um, a, a few of them are our social media influencers, such as prophet um, Tamara McNair Hicks, mm-hmm. Ashley Ann. Jones, she's incredible. Uh, we're also gonna have the Jorah Glasper out of Memphis, Tennessee, myself and my husband. Yeah, uh, another special guest, several other special guests that I just can't name right now. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be very, very
1: good. Awesome. That sounds it sounds amazing. Listeners, yes. you heard that in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Sheraton on May the 3rd and the 4th. And I'm going to reiterate that again at the end of the podcast, the unbreakable experience. And if you've been listening to this podcast and are not excited about this woman of God, then something is wrong with you because uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm speaking it by faith that our calendar will be clear and we will be able to be there. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this entire this entire experience this week with oh Miss Marquita God. Collins, I'm just so, so grateful, so so grateful. So uh, again, success is Christ. In Christ is all about everything that you have just said. You know the things that you have gone through. How uh, God has delivered you from the the. Insecurities that you've had to getting to this point that you're at now in life to where you're ministering to women uh, prophesying God is using you and now you have a new book the second book out the unbreakable experience um, not a conference the experience that's coming up next year we have listeners women out there who are uh, battling with just stepping out in faith and I've shared my yeah. story several, several times how God told me to leave my job and step out in faith and start this uh, art center that has now been in operation for five, going on five years. Um, and I I couldn't even see us get to this point that we're at now. Um, but the hard part for me was stepping out in faith. And I know you've talked a lot about where you've come from and a lot of it had to do with you stepping out in faith. What advice yeah. would you give our listeners out there that are battling with just believing God for what it is they cannot see right now?
0: Well, I think I would start off by saying you got to know who you are and you got to know who you belong to. And if, if you belong to God, that means you are a part of the kingdom of God. Yes, And he wants you to rule, subdue, to be fruitful, to multiply. He wants you to live like God in the earth realm. He wants you to have the best life. He he said that he wants us to have this life and have it more abundantly. Oh, he yes. wants us to prosper as well as our soul prosper. He said that he will make us rich and add no sorrow to it. So what does rich mean for you? Is it money? Is it health? Is it relationships? Is it friendship? Is it family? Is it um, entrepreneurship? Is it going to work? Because, you know, let's face it, everybody is not going to be an entrepreneur, though we all have entrepreneurial ways in us. And that comes from the Father. Mm -hmm. He is the ultimate creator. And because we have his DNA, we're able to create. And so I just want to encourage all of you that are listening, don't put yourself in a box. Don't allow people to typecast you. Mm. When I announce myself, I say, hey, I'm Marquita D. Collins. I list off so many things that I am because I don't want people to say, oh, you're just this Mm. or you're just that. And for years, people did that to me and said, You're only going to be able to sing. You're only going to be able to bake. You're only going to be able to make people laugh. Mm. And you know what? I do that too. And I make good money. Mm -hmm. But I'm also doing these things over here. I can do whatever I want to do because I have the ability because I am in my Father's will and I know who I am. And so when you know who you are, you stand in confidence. You stand with boldness. You don't let people tell you who you are. You already know who you are. Mm-hmm. They should be confirming what you already know. Yes, and so yes. I want to encourage and I want to prophesy to all of you that are watching, all of you that are listening right now, to not allow the enemy to lie to you about who you are, but know what God already said said about you. God is speaking to some of you right now and he's wooing you back to him. Hallelujah. He wants you to get back into his presence and stop worrying about money. Don't worry about your soul. He wants you to stop worrying about how you're going to get from point A to B Mm -hmm. and get back into covenant with him, back into relationship with him. Because if you know that he's your father, you should already know that he's going to take care of you. Even if you have to go through a process, I want to remind you. That if he could take care of the the birds in the air and the foxes in the hole, why would he not take care of his sons and daughters? I really get frustrated, sis, when I hear believers think or say to themselves that, you know, God wanted them to go through certain things, even Job. He lost every single yes. thing, and he did nothing wrong. But let me tell you something. God, because God was faithful, and he allowed him to go through those tests and those trials, he gave him back double. So mm-hmm. even if you feel like you've lost everything, mm-hmm. position yourself, hallelujah, mm-hmm. position yourself and receive the double anointing, the double portion, the double wealth, the double influence, the double wisdom. Begin to go back to God and worship and in prayer again. Some of you have lost your zeal. Some of you have lost your passion to even talk about God. You only talk to God when you want something. You only talk to God when you're going through something. Get back into his presence and just love on him. And watch doors open. Watch God come to you. Watch opportunities flow to you. Watch your health increase. Watch how everything that was weighing you down begin to lift. Watch how the stuff lifts up off of you. I even prophesied to some of you right now that God... God is literally allowing you to make an exchange. Yes. He wants you to lay aside every weight that so easily besets you. He wants to take off that spirit of heaviness and yes. give you your praise back and give you your worship back. Thank you, Jesus. They that worship him will worship him and. In- Spirit and, and truth, yes. there is strength coming into you right now. Yes. There is Lord. power coming into you right now. Yes, Lord. Now in the name of Jesus, comes, it's coming back into you right, right now, now, in God. this very moment. Yes. Even if you are listening to the replay, the Word of God is not stale. It's always fresh. It's always moving. It's living. And we decree and we declare yes, that Lord. whatever the enemy meant for bad to take you out of here, yes, even Lord. from your mind and your emotions, yes, even how yes. you feel about yourself mentally, we pull and snatch you back yes, to the purpose of God, Yes, Lord. the plan Do of God, and Do we prophesy me, in the name of Jesus that you shall live and you shall not die, yes. and you just won't just you won't just exist. But you're going to live your very best life through
1: Jesus Christ. Through Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I pray that all our listeners, I pray you all received that because Lord knows I certainly felt God's anointing, God's power. Thank you, you, woman of God, for speaking into our lives on today. I appreciate it. And even those, when you're going back and you're listening to this over again, it's still the same God, same anointing. (laughs) Listen to it over and over and over again. Miss Marquita D. Collins, we thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to share before we end this end this interview? Is there anything else that you would like to share with us out there? Just um, anything, uh, any other words of encouragement, if you'd like uh, our listeners to know anything else about you. I'll tell you what. Tell us also, where can um, we find you on social media?
0: Well, you all can find me at Marquita D. Collins on Instagram. You can find me on Periscope at Marquita D. Collins. I have a great place that God has established called Marquita D. Collins Safe Place. is a group on Facebook where people come and ask questions. They inbox me. Um, they talk amongst themselves. And it's really a place where people feel safe. And I, am, I um, create that environment even on my live social media broadcast. I don't allow bullying, intimidation, mm, yes. down-talking of any kind. And so you can go there on Facebook. I am still um, accepting friend requests. Follow me at Marquita D. Collins on Facebook. And again, follow me on Instagram, Periscope as well. So that's how you can get in contact with me. If you want to book me, if you want to work with me, you can go to staff at MarquitaDCollins.com. Again, that is staff at com. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank well, you. I just... I'm in awe again at God and how he just divinely orchestrates things. It is just such a blessing to have you on the show today, just to be a blessing to me all week, (laughs) um, because what you, what you deposited into me through Christ, it has been a blessing to me all week. When I tell you I've shared this at a meeting with uh, my women's ministry team at the church yesterday, and I was sharing with them what you did for me, um, I just appreciate wow. it, I really, really appreciate what you have done, and just letting God use you, letting God Thank use god. you, no fear, no uh intimidation, just Bye. raw and real, and that's what's needed um and just true and sincere to god that's and that's what we need i think I think that's the thing that just really drew me. To you and uh, I, it was, and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, you know, the spirit by the spirit, even on social media, <laughs> you know, the spirit by That's the spirit. Right. But again, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, just talking with us today and sharing with us and depositing into us. We appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome. I'm honored.
1: All right, everybody. So was not Marquita D. Collins, was she not all that I told you guys that she was going to be. I mean, just real, just genuine, just raw. And when she talks about where she came from, the insecurities, being bullied, and how God brought her out, and then she has now developed this holy boldness, that is what inspires me. That's a—that's something that I have not admitted to a lot of people. That is something that I pray for. I want that holy boldness. Um, no, more, no more people taking advantage of your niceness, your kindness, people uh, taking it for granted but stand up in your faith and in your boldness in Christ because you know who you are and whose you are. Thank you, Marquita, for sharing your words of wisdom with us, for praying for us at the end. I certainly needed that prayer and I'm sure all of our listeners out there needed it as well. So I just want to reiterate a few things that she talked to us about uh, some things that are coming up. Well, her Unbreakable Experience 2019. Again, those dates are May the 3rd and the 4th. It's a two-day event. And that is going to be at the Sheraton Hotel in Charlotte, north carolina so i plan on being there and i hope that some of my listeners that are in that area i hope that you guys will do the best you can to make it out as well and if you do i want you to come i want you to come up come up to me and let me know who you are let me know that you've been listening to the podcast uh that would just really really make my day i would I would love to meet you all. Marquita has an awesome book out that we talked about called I'm Still Old Fashioned. You can get that book on Amazon.com. You can also get that on bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash still old dot com. So, Go and get that book. I know I've gotten my copy already, and I want you guys to get your copy. And you know what? Email me. After you've read it, email me, email Marquita, let us know how much you enjoyed the book. Hey guys, again, this is Gina Bearden uh, with Success in Christ podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love hearing from you guys. So you can email me at at infosuccessinchrist.net. I'm also on social media. You can find me at the Gina B on Instagram. You can find me at Virginia Bearden on Facebook. And also on Twitter at SuccessChrist1. Thanks again for joining us, and I look forward to the next interview. And remember that there is success in Christ.